Warning, this podcast contains adult language, extreme violence, a pumped-up K-pop ninja, a rip-off of Interpol, Calypso with Tetrocardia Citus Invertius, insane fight sequences, and Sho Kasugi. Listener discretion is advised. American Movie Review, episode 98. Ninja, vanish. Konnichiwa, and welcome to another episode of Spyrokin Movie Reviews, some podcasts of making reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Hey, this is Baz. I'm just happy to see that Zan over here got it right! <laughs> of course I get it right, because I am that awesome, that amazing, that awesome, and the, with the power of editing, everything is amazing. Yes, editing and helps remember, out. And remember, you can check out any of our other podcasts, like the Spark and Mon Review, Spark and Game Review, Spark and Con Review, Spark and Current Events Review, and all the other stuff at www.spyrokin.com. You can also check us out on Twitter, on Facebook, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and coming to a con near you. Yes, Anime Next. We are pleased to be informing you that we will be there. Yes, we are. And that's in about a month? About roughly a month. About a month, month and a, a, half, a month and a half, give or take. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Yes, and this is pretty cool because it is the end of the month. Yes. I know we're a little behind on the movie review. We were supposed to release this earlier in the month, but stuff happens, life happens, little children are very tyrannical in their nature, but stuff happens. Yeah, things go for a reason, but I think the reason is good for this one, the anticipated weight of a movie that you've been talking about doing for a while, which is now finally, in a sense, to go. And also, before we go any further, we're in episode 98 of the movie review, two away from episode 100. Technically, we're at episode 415 of, of all the podcasts, but still, it's a monumentous occasion. Yes, I mean, I cannot wait for episode <coughs> 100, and it will probably be monumental. We'd show you pyros, but this is an audio podcast, so you're yeah, going to have true. to figure it out from there. Let's talk about a ninja movie that actually, surprisingly, was bashed by many, but found to be good by others. Well, yeah, especially with the fact that you had the percentage on Metacritic that hated this movie is like 70%. But people like me, people like you, people like Daryl Surratt championed this movie to come out. And it was totally... Like, we both were, like, geeking out about this when we, me and Daryl found out about this. This movie's awesome. I mean, because, first off, the movie's directed by James McTeague. Okay. He's a protege of the two, and they're not even siblings anymore. They're God knows what, but the Wachowskis. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Did we have to bring up them? Well, they paid for this. And they produced it. So, you know, and the fact is, the reason why they produced it is because the star of this movie was in another movie they did. He and he had a small true. part, and they loved him so much. They said, we're going to make this movie for him. And because of that... They Not ca- the part where he's like, takes on uh, Neo. 
in the dojo. That's not who I'm that's, talking about. You're not, no, 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 not at all. Okay. No, when he's against a certain racer. Uh, yeah. Oh. He's the best part of the movie. Yeah, true. And and from there, they customize this, and they hire someone who I am shocked through the screenplay, and I am totally geeked about. And I'm talking about J. Michael Straczynski, writer of the best ten years of Spider-Man, the best ten years of Supreme Squadron, of Superman, a comic book writer who did a great job with the script, except for, I'd say, three lines, which pissed me the fuck off. Ah, uh, well, you gotta have three lines that piss you off in every But movie. those were kind of, those lines were like kind of like, really like, okay, this is awesome, serious scene, and then... Huh? Why? In the defense, because every artist has to have an imperfection in their work. But that was, those were, in the way that they said it, were pretty bad. Yeah, but you know what? Like I said, everybody's got to have but an But either way, so this movie is starring Lee June, Ben Miles, Naomi Harris, who I was shocked was from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I was kind of shocked at that. Of course, you had that amazing and great Shokasugi, who I thought was dead before this, because he's a great guy, he's been... Working since 1981, that's almost 30 years? About that, yeah. 40 years. 91, 2001, 2003, you know. No, 30 years. Yeah, 30, over 30 years. And he's. My math ain't that good to die. Our math's not that good, but still. And he's still in fucking shape, and he still is has that screen presence of just being badass. He is like the James Earl Jones of Japan. <laughs> no, 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 that's still Mifune. Oh. You've seen Mifune. He's yes, just like. Yes, I take that back. I'm yeah, sorry, he's just like. But still, Shokasugi is the ninja guy. If you need a ninja or a ninja master, you go to Shokasugi. That man has been in every single thing you can possibly think of. I mean, it's incredible his resume of work that he has done. Right down to the Power Rangers, for God's sakes. The well, Mighty Morphin Power well, Rangers. Well, not the Power Rangers. He was in Ninja something. Uh, ninja something. Yeah. Zan insert the actual name that it was, but he's in the original version, so that's badass. But then you have our, we have this, well, monumentous cast. You have Ben Miles, who, did he add anything really to the, the movie? He was there. He was that guy with ultimate plot armor, which really made no sense. Yeah, which kind of, like, got to me. It's like, what the hell's going on, and he's still alive. Yeah, that just made no sense. And uh, yeah. Naomi Harris, I'm surprised, I thought she had a British accent, because she was also in Skyfall as many penny. But she has an American in this one, so I don't know what her real accent or her real deal is, but she was okay in it. She, yeah, she was... Better than Ray Dong Chong in Commando. Anybody's better than Ray Dong Chong. Sorry, Tommy. I gotta say it. I'll give her credit for the principal, but that's it. And then we have our lead actor, Jung Ji Hong, a Korean actor who's playing a Japanese character. Who took the name off of a Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> Well, he took his name from the element, and he's a K-pop singer who's known as Rain, currently involved in a... Well, actually, he was acquitted from an embezzlement scheme. I still say he got it from Mortal Kombat. Eh, who... I don't think... Nah, well, who knows? He's 31, and he's from that generation, but he's from Korea also, so... So... Still, he did a very good job in it. He... The way he physically looked throughout this movie was just like... He was in shape. He was prepared for this role. They said he took six months... To work out to get to that point because he'd never done martial arts in his life. Six yeah, months. And it paid off. I and mean, he had a protein and chicken and. No, I, I mean, the amount of work six months for what he did in six months <coughs> paid off really well for this movie. By the way, did we even tell these people what this movie is called yet? No, we're still getting into the fact that it was released by Dark Castle Entertainment in 3D 2D. And Legendary had a little hand in it too. Yeah, but Legendaries, they're kind of just a bunch of scumbags at this point. Hey, hey, leave it, babe. Leave it, babe. Still, I've been working with them. Uh, one hey, friend. Don't be messing with my movie first, man. I'm about to go and shoot you. Yeah. Okay, back in the closet, Stallone. Back in the closet. Hey, what you doing? Yo, Adrian. But here's the thing. Before I forget, this was, as you said, Monument is Flop came out 2009. Originally supposed to come out 2008. It's 98 minutes, so about an hour and a half. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a flop. I mean, the budget was 40 mil, but the box 61, office 61. So it did decent, and it wasn't theater. Yeah, they did 20 over than what they should have played <laughs> And the movie that we are talking about is... Ninja Assassin. If you have not seen this movie yet, you can probably find it at most Best Buys or Walmart. Well, Walmart I don't think would sell, but Target would. Uh, no, 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 no. I've seen it at Walmart, believe it or not. Well, Walmart has been very... They, it's violent. We can't have it. I've seen it. I have. But they can have a guy like that nut job who was talking about how uh, the problem with the... Do you leave Gary Busey alone then? No, no, no. It wasn't Gary Busey. A guy, a guy who was the Republicans. I'll tell you later. Okay. This guy I read 
I'll show you the article, you'd be like, this guy's fucking crazy. But, <coughs> this is a movie which is, surprisingly, it's still available, and it's good. It is. I mean, it's not even really surprising. Like, I won't lie. When I, I didn't see it in the theaters. When I first saw it, I was advertised. It's been a Target a couple times. And I'm like, and you know, my wife's always like, you know, you want to pick it up, you want to pick it up. And I've had that peak of interest, like, well, it is a ninja movie, I got to pick it up. Uh, but right now, it's not calling to me. You know, maybe it's something that I, it's you know, a sense of weight, it's something that will call to me afterwards. So after actually seeing this movie, I'm like, why didn't I get this movie in the first place? This was actually pretty freaking good. It is a, it is. I mean, I'll tell you this now: if you're looking for a plot-heavy, driven drama. This is not the movie for you. If you're looking for a movie with a lot of plot, no, that's not this movie. This if you movie, want a movie yeah. where there's an action sequence every five fucking minutes, that's this. Well, this, I'd say every ten minutes, not five. But still, the the story can be written on a paper napkin. Guy, a child raised by ninjas escapes, wants revenge. That's it. Right, but you know what it is? When you first see the title, Ninja Assassin, like it plays with the word. <coughs> Because you're thinking, okay, Ninja Assassin, he's a hired assassin, you know, works for a ninja clan, goes out, kills everybody. Wrong! He's actually out to kill the ninjas! So that, it's pl- a, the play it's a, in the title was, like, after, like, five minutes of it, I was like, wait a minute. Holy shit! Yeah, it, He's it, going it, after the ninjas! That is awesome! Yeah, because it starts off where he is a ninja who's trained to be an assassin, then he becomes the one who's assassinates the ninjas, so it works. And the opening is so great, because you have this old man who's doing a tattoo. I remember when I was less than 12 years old. Yeah. A ninja came to kill me. And he, and he's, I can't do that voice. No. Well, he's, he's talking He's talking to this young Yakuza boss, and he's doing a tattoo, and then he makes a mistake, and the Yakuza boss gets a letter, old school letter with a wax seal, opens it up, pours out black sand. Old man goes fucking crazy like, oh, fuck. It's like, well, what's what's wrong, man? What's what's the joke? And he's like, I saw one of those letters fifty years ago. Everybody laughs. I'm sorry, but I can see you doing this in that that look voice and the background music. It's like I remember fifty four years ago. Re- reading the whole reading the whole script like that. Maybe as a stinger, I saw I'll do black that. stand once. It was not good sand. No. To make this short. Your motherfuckers are gonna die. That was pretty much the case. Like you guys are gonna die, and he's like, "What?" And like, kind of like, "Well, why did you survive?" Like a demon came. He opens his shirt, and he's got a tattoo of the ninja, and he says, "They tried to stab me here, but due to a due to a defect in my birth, my heart is over here." Meaning that he he's born with a disorder. That okay, is, basically, where the nor- heart would normally be on a human being would be on the left hand side. He was born with it on the right hand side because Zan here is trying to show you something that can't be shown on audio. Yes, but it's a medical condition called dextrocardiocitis inversus, which one out of every, I think, 1.2 billion people has. Yeah, well, it's a very big rarity. In well, not that rare. It's like 1.3 million people has Dude, it. Dude, 1.3 million people? That's a rarity. I said billion. That oh, means there's billion? three people on the planet. No, there's more, yeah. there's more than that. But it's. But what are the odds? <laughs> of course not. And of course this is not a Chekhov's gun in the movie, which... Well, I suppose one have thought of, but it is. But Ninja shows up, kills everybody spectacularly. You have CG blood flying everywhere, arms, limbs. You would think this was a manga. Oh, I thought it was. Be- I thought it that was beautiful. It was beautiful. This is a Kazuo Koike level of violence. This is the kind of thing where you would want to listen to Luciano Pavarotti singing. While no, this no, no. You want no. You want heavy metal. You want heavy metal music playing in this. I don't know Pavarotti music, but uh, it's the closest I can get to a tone. Sorry. No, you're going but that no, kind no, of that's, music. That's pa- that's Pagliacci. <laughs> what you're Pagliacci? What you're singing is Pagliacci. Oh, you're right. No, it's I'm a no. That's that's a it's an actual uh, opera. Really yeah, good. it's a really good opera. Yeah, um, actually, sad I've seen that. Yeah, you didn't know we did opera either. Well, we don't. I do, but that's because I. Oh, well, I do, but we don't review that. Sorry. Again, that's for another. That's for another topic, another podcast. For another dimension, dude. But no. let's get back to Sunday. But so. Old man sees everyone get killed. He's like, I knew. I knew one day I told your story. Everyone laughed at me, but I'm not crazy now. And then it goes in the awesome opening credits of just him getting his head cut off and then blood splat. And what gets me is it's like, okay, you're a young dude. How the hell were you there to try and kill him the first time? 54 years prior. Well, he thought that they, he said they're demons. He thinks, you know, maybe he's immortal, mortal shit. Like, I'm not a demon. I'm a guy in pajamas. 
black pajamas, but cool weapons. Really cool weapons. And then, weapons that can kill you in less than 2.1 milliseconds. And then it goes at, from there into the awesome movie. And the movie is, essentially, like we said, it's a revenge story. Like any good martial arts uh, ninja movie, it's a revenge story. Right, right, but this one was actually pretty well written out and was well made because it wasn't the kind of story where you get bored. It's like, okay, typical revenge. No, they actually go into the backstory of how this guy was supposed to be getting revenge in the first place. And then it like inter- interjects with the, like the present time. And you understand why he develops to be the way he is. It wasn't just like, okay, I'm killing somebody because I've got nothing better to do, or oh, this bastard, he killed my family, kind of deal. I mean, it his a... his reasoning is kind of bullshit. I'm not gonna lie. What? Because he... no, because because okay, he felt he, he still went with it though. He still went for his final mission, and he would have if if they didn't ask him to kill that other girl. He would have been the leader of the freaking clan. Oh, yeah. It's just that the girl that was... It's kind of funny because it kind of reminds me of uh, Begins. Well, in a similar sense, but not really that route because it was, it's a different tone behind it. But it was the I think it was just the pure fact of, like, he's in this ninja school. He's becoming darker and darker and more stone cold to what he's doing. And he's accepting it until they fuck with one person. That changes every the whole schematic of his life. Because it's like, wait a minute, you know, why are you doing this? You will get in trouble. Yeah, so. I get in trouble. Why shouldn't I get, you know, well, why should I well, be the person secluded to all of this? had a legitimate reason why they wanted to leave the school. They escape, they get caught, they get executed, which is the rules of the school. And it kind of starts putting a doubt in his head. He still goes through with everything, goes through the school, through all the torture, all the bleeding, all the things... Kills a fat guy who makes the kingpin look like. He's, well, that guy should have been the kingpin. He was awesome, was yeah. he? And he had that whole like. He makes the kingpin look like the rose. And he, and that guy was totally like jacked up and like. But you know what was slick about the whole fact that okay, you couldn't escape the school, so how does he do it? He waits till he gets his first assignment out of the school. I don't think he was going to escape originally. I still no, he wasn't originally going to. Until that one set, like you said, before with the one where he had to kill the one girl. He was ready. He was set to take the leadership. He was right there. He was like, all right, dub me. I am the next leader. And then he's like, kill her. And he's just like, wait, wait, wait. And he's, he's just getting flashbacks of the one person that he cared about in that whole freaking, I want to call it a dojo. Yeah, the, the sect, school, the, whatever. Yeah. The, but the bottom line is that he flashes back to the one girl, his first kiss. And the way she died, and he couldn't do anything about it. And for, like, he had it in him, like, you know, I, he, it was like, I don't want this to happen again, and I won't let this happen again, especially when it was handed to him. That right there alone was, just, that was the breaking point for him. He's like, screw this, I'd rather die than go through this crap again. I'm not taking somebody else's life. Uh, meanwhile, while a uh, boy who got hit in the face with Fireball. He's, he's embracing and loving the shit. But uh, the thing is, this what we just talked about, this has been all flashbacks that's been throughout the movie. This wasn't. This movie takes place in Medias Res. It takes place years later, and there's a plot involving a, a, a they say it's Europol, which apparently is a bullshit copy because they can't use Interpol. It takes place in Berlin, which is kind of cool. When did they put that into effect? Because I remember past movies, I'm talking like 50s and 60s, that used Interpol. In no, America. Interpol's a real thing, but yes. but I don't know why that they, they made up something for this. I don't get that. I think it was a European, well, it's a European version, I guess. I don't know, but I like the fact it takes place in Berlin, and you have this character who is played by Naomi Harris. She's a, an analyst who starts finding out and looking into the whole thing that people are still hiring ninjas. She gets involved, gets tagged, they're going to assassinate her. Our boy, played by Rain. Name is Raizu, shows up to fight them. Hilarity ensues, or blood and guts ensue, and it goes crazy from there. You gotta love the reference that the <coughs> guy from, uh, what was it, Interpol or something? Oh yeah, no, they, they said totally Europol. that was, they said that totally like, was. It's like, wait a minute, this guy? Seriously? Looks like he's in a boy band. And the first thing he did is he started a boy band, so it's like, eh, that's... You had to love that look like, huh? So, like, the inside <laughs> joke behind it, if you, if you know who he's about, you'll know the inside joke. And if not, it was still pretty funny. Yeah, and the movie is a funny movie at times, but main thing is, it's a violent movie. And like I yeah. said, but you go to see the violence. You go to see the ninjas beat the shit out of each other, kill people, cut people's heads off, disappear into the shadows, reappear into the shadows. 
Yeah, I mean, there was some stuff that was like, okay, yeah, I expect <laughs> that from a ninja. There was some stuff, CGI, the speed and all that stuff, now, was like, yeah, kind of bogus bullshit in a sense. Well, we're getting, we're getting but a lot of stuff is really what you would expect from a ninja. For a ninja movie, I agree, but the thing is, I was trying to bring up uh, some of the things that were flaws with the movie, because it's not a perfect movie. There's a lot of flaws with it. Like, the plot is, like we said, it can be written on a napkin. If you're not looking for anything too heavy, this is a movie for you. Um, other thing is, I think it would have been better if the if the movie was in like you had the American characters speaking in English, but if you had the Asian characters speaking in Japanese, I think it would it would have been a better film. It's I think the reason why they went that route was because the whole situation. I know masks get everyone to to watch it. You know, it's like watch instead of read. You know, if I wanted to read, I'd get a, I'll get the book. You know, I mean, maybe they did another alternate version that nobody knows about that it's in actual in the actual language. But I don't know. Personally, I think it would be. It's like this forty-seven Ronin did it. It's like it's a you know, if you had the one character speaking one language and everyone else speaking, it'd make more sense. It just it seems like it would make more sense if the movie like when he's in Berlin, he's speaking English, but then when they're talking in the school, which is in the middle of Asia, you know, it just yeah. it seems like it would make more sense. But then again, maybe the dialect from <coughs> the actors may be different too. Yeah, because he's Korean and they're Japanese. That, that could be. Yeah, it. that's it's, probably the reason why they won with that one. Soundtrack was meh. It was okay for what it was. It wasn't anything spectacular. It didn't shoot out or anything. But, you know, it fit the movie for what it needed to do. The CG was a little overwhelming. Some of it's really good, but, like, the blood looks. You could see it's fake. Yeah, it was like overkill. It was like 300. Now, that was the one thing I wanted to point out, too was the fact of, like, I saw 300, and I wasn't a big fan of it because of the whole stop-motion bullet sensing, whatever the fuck they want to call that thing. Um, with this movie, though, it fit. Like, you had the fast motion, and then all of a sudden just do a whole slow motion to capture, like, the essence of the kill or something like that. That type of movie, that's acceptable in my opinion. That's the best way to go. With 300, they kind of did it the same in a similar sense. You know, it did come out before Ninja Assassin. It just... They overkilled it on 300. They, I mean, they did it to the sex scene. They did it to the walking scene. They did it to the pee-pee scene. They did it to the look at the ant on the floor scene. It was like everything they could try and expose for slow motion did it back to normal speed. It was overkill on that movie. But for this movie, it was actually well-toned. And it was only based on the action sequences. It wasn't for like, okay, I'm walking, I'm talking. Slow motion. And it yeah, worked and because... Seemed, and it wasn't even that much in the movie either. So it's like they hit like pinnacle points of the movie to actually execute that slow motion scenery. That to me was actually good timing and good use of that slow motion. And I think that's because you had the originators of Bullet Time themselves producing the movie. The Wachowskis definitely were like, look, these are the spots you use for it. Mm -hmm. I think that was the best way. Yes, the people that did the Matrix movies. Except now one decided I don't want to be a boy anymore. Hmm. Go figure. Yeah. <coughs> hey, whatever. You make the money. You got the money. Take it with what you got. Be comfortable with who you are. All right. That's what they did. That's what they did. What was his original name? Uh, no. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, Rain or Joe Kazuki? No, Wachowski. Uh, I have no idea what his, what, what, not Andy's name. Andy and I forgot the other guy's name. Yeah, it's in the back of my head. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It, do it doesn't matter. He's, he's his own thing. Yeah. But, um, besides that, I mean, the plot was... Besides that, I mean, the acting was okay. wasn't great. Like we said, the one, like, Ben Miles was useless in, as a well, character. Well, this is the tricky part about the acting. But this movie, it but, would be, it's, belie it's believable. You know, it's it's not like, you know, goofy. Some of those things are goofy, though. That's some it. of it was goofy, but for the character that, say, Raven portrayed, it was like he was still, like, Vulcan serious, but he'll throw his occasional, like, pop, one-pop liners and something like that. Yeah. So... It's kind of like, don't expect an Oscar-winning award for the acting, yeah. but it is more of a believable type of atmosphere, which didn't put me to sleep, didn't bore me, it was like what yeah. I kind of expected. Yeah, like the one person I give issues to is Ben Miles, because he was useless. As a character, he oh, was just, Christ. you didn't need him. He was useless? My, he's my LVP of the movie. He's yeah, least I, valuable. There was string in the movie that actually did more talent <laughs> than him. I mean... Yeah, we need this guy who's going to kind of further... No, he didn't do shit. He just kind of like... Give the award to the door that took a shitload of ninja stars going through it. My MVP for the movie, though? I'm giving it to Shokasugi just because he's fucking awesome. Because he's the evil... You are so biased! Hey, 
He got his eye cut out, and he, he still kicked ass. You know what? I would give it to Shokazuki because he is a phenomenal actor with the amount of talent and resume of acting abilities. And no, not even with resume and acting. Just I'm saying the way he did in this movie. No, he was a he was an excellent badass bad guy. He was, but I gotta give MVP to Rain because he did, like I said in the beginning, and like you said in the beginning, six months to train for something that he's never done in his life. He looked phenomenal for the part. His character got fucked up 15 ways from Sunday and just was like, he took hell, brought it back, and then we entered it because he was bored. He did a lot of training for this movie, and I think that's what made the movie just as good, is the fact that this guy was dedicated to the role. Him and Shokazuki, but I, like I said, for Rain to do the amount of work to get into this character role, he gets my MVP on that one. Also, one thing I do like about Rain's character especially, that's something like I pointed out earlier, that I found out on the IMDb and the trivia they actually tell you this, is that the weapon he used was custom. It's based on like three different Japanese weapons to make. Yeah, no, I figured, I've seen that weapon before, It's not. It's, it's not it's, an original design, it's something no, the design. No, the design is original, but it's like 15 different things put together. Yeah, it was it's like... Did I just say it? No. No, you kind of said... It's a, it's it's an original design, it's a com- combined design, so either way, it's still like a one-of-a-kind kind of deal. Yeah, it was different. It wasn't a katana, it wasn't a, a, a kunai, it was kind of like a uh, kus- 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 kusanagi, but I can't a little, bit, uh, yeah, a little bit cooler than that. Like, it was, a, it was a chain sickle, essentially. Yeah, basically it's like, take a tiger claw, shave it like into a blade with a 15 to 25 foot chain and just whip it around like a maniac and he was good <laughs> and i love that he's like almost indestructible in it. and then no final the fight that... as you just see that look nope, of, oh, nope, sh- nope, nope. i have to i have to actually that oh shit you. look was no i have to disagree with you because <laughs> remember he was disarmed from it from a couple of the fight scenes yeah he was so it's like it was a great weapon but it's not an invincible weapon he because he, he had to switch off in fact it was a, uh, when they were at the police station he originally got it and then it was removed from him and then he went back to katana yeah, because they lost the it, yeah. Now, here's my little beef. Okay, you're ninjas. You're supposed to be stealthy. You're supposed to be secluded. You're chasing this guy in the middle of fucking traffic. What the fuck? I think they wanted just a car chase scene, and they, they didn't want to put him in cars. Yeah, but you're ninjas. You're not supposed to be like, okay, we try to get him. No, these motherfuckers were determined to kill him. They were so determined. They came out at nighttime with all these cars. A couple of them got taken out by vehicles. They were after his ass. So, I'm like, do I hate them for coming out in traffic and defiling the code of the ninja? Or do you give them respect because they're trying to get their goal killed once and for all and they are that damn determined? It's And, a, and they're going in 50 up. mile an hour traffic where we'll be killed in one shot. Yeah, and I, I, that's, a, that's a, like a toss of a coin deal. I, I can't... It's like, can you be mad? Can you be respectfully understanding behind it? It's just, what the hell do I go from here? I will say this though. You give props with the movie with that. You do have to get props with that. It's just... It's... Because a, a good ninja movie, you don't have the ninjas in public. Well, Or you, they don't do anything to disturb the waters, and this, they kind of broke that, but, you know, you could you go It was it. like they said, fuck the rules, we gotta kill this bastard. Hey, he, he broke their rules, and they were... But then they yeah, said... Yeah, but even still, when you break the code, you don't break your code. They decided to go be... Excuse me. To go beyond <coughs> that. They went and broke the code. The first code of ninja is to be stealthy. To not be seen. Well, their well, their code was to be hidden in the shadows. They were so determined to get rain that they just freaking said, "The hell with this, just go." Well, it was more like they were determined because of he breaking that thing and that code of theirs, which was what was their their thing was family begets. Uh, Don't betray the family. It's just like any kind of mafia, yakuza, or something like that. You're in the family. You're in the family. You betray the family, you die. Yeah, weakness compels strength, which. That makes yep. no sense. That thought compels me and it helps. Ooh. It's weird how it is. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. But either way, so supposedly there's supposed to be a sequel. I hope there is. Part of me does because you have, they said that they're not. As long as they get, back, they get back rain because I can't see anybody else doing it unless they do find somebody else and it's a different story. Personally, if they do it and they get rain back, you know who I want it? Who? I want Sonny Chiba. I want fucking Sonny Chiba. Jesus Christ. That's not bad. Yeah, Sonny Chiba. I can see that. But he's more uh, samurai. Or... Hell, if you want to go all out, go Bolo. And he's he's done a couple of photos. Bolo Young? Just because you need that big isn't he, freaking... Isn't he dead? 
I don't know. Is he dead? That's a good question. We'll look this up on, on IMDb, because I don't know if he's dead or not. Okay. Um, oh, that's I mean, also interesting. There is a Wilhelm... Uh, we knew about this, but the Wilhelm scrum, scream is used in this movie when a ninja gets hit with a rocket launcher. Oh, yeah. The, ah! That one. Bolo but here's Young. the thing, though. A lot of people have this conception that... He is still ninja, alive. Yes, he is. Thank you, Bolo Young, for being alive. Here's the thing. A lot of people were saying, oh, ninjas are just Japanese. In the beginning of this movie, what did I point out? Holy shit, there's a white guy in there. So, they didn't, I even saw a black guy in there, too. No Puerto Ricans, though, so I'm still pissed off at the ninjas for not selecting Latinos. But, it was just the fact that ninja can be anybody. But I hate to say it, we would, Puerto Ricans would, would be too loud for it. No, no, no. We might get away with, nah, Puerto Ricans being loud? Nah, I don't think so. And also, would with we... an arsenal full of fucking blades and knives? Shit, man, we don't need this to be loud. We got our backup. Uh, but then again, can you see a ninja outfit with tassels hanging from them? <laughs> I don't oh, think so. God, no, 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 no. It wouldn't be that. It'd be... Hanging instead of a ninja, a ninja star, it's like a ninja cross and all that stuff. Yeah, no tira Julio, maricón, que tú estás haciendo? No, that's the thing. We wouldn't be quiet. We'd be like, you don't, don't maricón, I'd fucking kill you. It's like, we're supposed to be quiet. Fuck you. Yeah, Spanish ninjas. <laughs> I doubt it. This is not going to work. <laughs> Cursing and ranting our heads off. But, but do you know what though? I think Latino people were, you know, like <coughs> Spanish people were ninjas. Cause if you have old school grandparents that knew how to do that palo and the chancla and all that, forget it, man. They had to have learned from them. That's like, ninjas go back, like, before the BCs. And there had to be some Latinos out there that were in the BCs, like, I'm a ship, I wanna discipline my kid. Now, now you're giving an idea for a movie, like, Latin, Latino ninja. Coming to Co- a theater near Copyright you. Copyright Sparkin Incorporated, care of AD Villanueva and M- MD M. Ducos. Yeah, whoever the fuck that is. Where they are. Actually, now, so what? So, so, a Spanish ninja. But he, what would the demographic be, though? Who cares? Spanish ninjas. What about. If there's anybody out there that's Spanish, Latino, you know, give us a shout out about that. We want your opinion on that one because, no. you know, if there could be a fucking black shogun, why can't there be a Latino ninja? But now here's a question: What would be like? What if you had a group of different ones? Like you had the five deadly venoms, but you had five different ninjas, all different the ground. Like you had the Mexican ninja, the Mexican, the Puerto, the Puerto Rican, Rican, the Dominican, the, uh, the straight up Spaniard, the Cuban. Yep. <coughs> no Spaniard do, does not want to be affiliated with no Latino. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What about Ecuadorian? Bingo five. No, well, no, you do no. What about Guatemalan? No, we got it. We got it. Panamanian. Brazil, no, Brazilian, that's debate now, Argentina, Cuba, Puerto Rico, because they're all the same, basically the same, Crumbs Island. Yeah. Dominican, Mexican, yeah, we can do it, they all can. But yeah, but you'd have to have the differences in the things, like you What? And then you have to have... Hey, when you're Latino, you, you just the, gotta say, can. Which is gonna be the fat ninja? That's the question. The fat ninja? Mm, Gabriel Inglés. <laughs> Gabriel Inglés. The Mexican? Really? Think the Why Mexican? the fuck not? No, I'd say like luchadors. Mm. Well, who do you, well, who, well, who, like, uh, who do you want as the freaking sensei? George Lopez? No, I want, I would want, you uh, J- no, I want James Wong. Just for the, just James, James, Wong? James Hong, just for the hell of it. James Hong, yeah. You are really pissing me off. You are really pissing me off. Do nothing and get my son the panda. Hey, big trouble in the greatest movie yet. That was our first fucking review ever. Christopher Walken? Yeah. No. Big Trouble was our first oh, yeah. review oh, ever. Yeah. I got that movie shoot. I got four copies of it. Damn, that's like wild. Uh, last movie that my parents and me saw Grandpa. Ah. Uh, in theaters. So I'm saying. Uh, yeah. but. Either yes, way, we definitely want an opinion on his We want to email us spiker at gmail.com or zanspiker.com or leave a comment on this post at www.spiker.com. We don't even need ninja stars. We just like, rip off hubcaps and phew, bam, done. It's been done. No, no, no. It'd be Chris fixes. No, 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 no. Hubcaps no, too. No, no. We're multiverse. No, that'd be, no, I could just see the, the Chris fix. And we don't need to hide in the dark. We just blast the radios in all the cars. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. We can have some Santana in the background. It's like, oh yeah, go on. Yeah, it's gonna go over when I cut your head off. No, the, the metal, ca- metal gasolina. But I gotta wonder about what the outfits would look like, dude, because, like. I still think they'd be, I think they'd be black. But I don't know, man. I mean, if it's a female, she might go with that leopard skin. <laughs> yes. Yes, you know and I'm it'd right. Be, it'd be too tight. It'd, it'd be too tight. It's like, is there a. What do you call it when a ninja lady that's Hispanic uses her ass as a weapon? <laughs> Oh, God. Booty tang. 
Is that even taken? I don't... Booty Tang or Pootie Tang? Pootie no, Tang's Tang is taken. Booty Tang, though, I don't know. I don't that's know. Just, just Email us. Spark it to you like, oh, what do you think about this? Holy shit. A, a Latina ninja's ass. Oh, God. Now I'm thinking about a, uh, a lady snowblow with a Latina with freaking oh, big freaking shelf ass. See, this movie, Ninja Assassin, inspires cultural Any ninja movie. imagination. And the thing is, now people are going to ask, how come you don't have a ninja theme month? Because I'd be shooting fish in a fucking barrel. Same thing with Godzilla. That's shooting fish in a fucking barrel. We'd just be saying it's awesome anyway. Speaking of which... No, no, no. You didn't see that last Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Gigan. I like Godzilla vs. Gigan. No, no, not Gigan. No, this is a... This is a completely... Wifey picked it up at Walmart. I'm thinking, okay, I'll have this movie. I'll get you the name for it. Gigan. It's it's somewhere that has... Long story short... I finally found a Godzilla movie that absolutely sucked. I know when you talk about that one, the seventy. Well, we'll, we'll talk no, about. No, it was it was modern. It was like like nineties two thousand. It was just plain horrible. It was Millennia series where he's more spiky. It was uh, in between. It was like you have like googly three, eyes or the white eyes. No, 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 no. It was like nineties through maybe two thousand two. That style. So, Okay, so... So then, he didn't have, like, so the, the, the whole whip side... So then uh, that, the Heisha series, which is before Millennium Series. Yeah, bottom line, it was just... <coughs> yes, I found the Godzilla movie that was actual crap. But we'll bring up the Godzilla if we do, when we do Godzilla eventually. But, so the part we want to wait for is what are the review. Now, what are you going to give out of our five-point ratings this to Ninja Assassin? Oh, wow. Um, well, me personally, I wouldn't mind owning the movie because it was actually pretty good. But as far as watching it every single day is concerned, it's not my thing. So I'll go with the ball from a friend. I'm not returning. Part of me doesn't want to do the catch all again, but I'm gonna have to. It's it. I don't. I didn't want to catch all, but it is good, and I like it like that. So I'm gonna give it a. Hey, so you know what? Fuck it. I'm bumping it up. This is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't watch tonight, brains will freeze your eyes open. Your soul before well, soul before to the ninth layer of hell. Where you. Meanwhile, Shokazugi will torture you with his... Kill Jar Jar now for the family. Shokazugi or Vader? Worst father of the year. Oh, shit. Worst father of the year? Show. Show. Vader just didn't know. No, no. he was. A, Vader was a spoiled brat prince. Shokazugi, he knew what the fuck he was doing. Palpatine or Show? That's a tough one. And Shokuzuki's like, good, good. It's That's a toss-up. Yeah, so totally awesome, totally worth it. Great movie, amazing, awesome, and totally awesome. That's good. I'll steal it from you, then. <laughs> but, so, anyway, um, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes. Leave us a comment notes. Or we have a store, amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash Spirekin. So, here's the deal, guys. We're also considering doing an Indiegogo. Um, we're having some situations that we need to take care of, and with our financial support from you guys, it would be awesome. You don't have to go crazy as far as, like, donating, like, $100 or $50, or something like that. Uh, you know, but we do give shout-outs. We do also even try and give you the prize, give you a shout-out, and uh, mention you on a podcast. Well, the, the, pro- the different pledges, depending on it, will be announced when our Indiegogo campaign is officially announced. Yeah. Probably within the next, before the end of April and before May. So contributions are definitely welcome, you know. We hope that you actually do contribute to that. Um, we really enjoy your feedback and we're glad that you support us. Hopefully you can show this return, you know. If you can, you can't. If you can't, it's understandable too. You know, hopefully you can though. This way we don't have to charge for this podcast and keep it free. Which is what we're yes, trying to if do. Yes, if you want to avoid the charge, please donate because we don't want to have this charge. We like doing this. It's fun. It's cool. It's awesome. And we should get to that part you I'm waiting for anyway because we're done now doing the money grab a little bit. Is that the one? Are we doing it? We're doing that one. That only. <gasps> Wait for it. Say it, Baz. Fine. No, the guy he Of movies. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> walk, walk it off. You'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, for the so for those of you who have never heard about this before, the dodecahedron is a twelve-sided object. 
And what we do is we roll it. And whenever it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode. We have 12 sides and we have 9 movies set to go. If it lands on a 10, that means it's bad as a choice. If it lands on 11, roll again. 12, my choice. We got some good movies on here. We have some Trey Parker stuff. We have vampires. We have stuff with Robin Williams being completely insane and definitely not kid-friendly. We have a terrible movie with Rosario Dawson and uh, Colin Farrell, which is my part of my oh, name. Oh, you a, had to say that one. Hey, it's my namesake. I happen to like the, the director's cut. It was... I, I, we have a movie with Christian Bale versus uh, Wolverine. <laughs> I love that movie. We, movie. we have a movie with Sam Neill. That's technically a TV show. We have a movie with David Bowie's Bulge. Uh, we just got a movie which is all right, all right, all right. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. That's a good movie. All right, so I guess the face. and a movie with Amanda Seyfield, which is a musical. So why don't you roll and see? Oh Lord, here we go. Hey guys, Zan here, interrupting for a second due to a small error. The movie we were going to review got kind of fucked up, so I'm actually pulling a little veto here. We're going to be reviewing something else. Don't worry. When we come up with it, we will. So 99 is going to be something completely random, completely different. I do apologize for the inconvenience. Let's get back to the show. Thanks, guys. We're, we'll talk about that later. Um, with that in mind... Um, uh, this is bad. My favorite quote is, I knew you were telling the truth, and I know when you're lying. Oh, how what was that? When you told me your size. And this is your host, Zahn, for the Spark, and we're reviewing my favorite quote from 2009's Ninja Assassin is going to be... The Irizumi does not hide the skin. The tattoo reveals the nature of the men and illuminates the four noble professions in the Book of Five Rings. Ah, so I guess that's it this episode, this badass episode, and hopefully the ninjas don't come and kill us. I gotta drive home, too. <laughs> you will be fine. As long as I even have the high beams on, but it doesn't make a difference. They're ninjas. Anyway, we're done. Catch you guys next time. Have a great one, alright? Later.
You know what would make this movie awesomer? Jean-Claude Van Damme. No. Have you seen Jean-Claude Van Damme lately? He looks like a zombie. <laughs> exactly. Have you seen his YouTube video? Okay. Exactly my point. All right. It's better than Steven Seagal. I don't know. That's a question nowadays. Steven Seagal, he's fat, pudgy, and crazy. And he's a law officer. Dude, that's still recording. No, no, we're, no, we're now in Stinger territory. Now, before I forget, here's the big thing I had to tell you about now before we, before right. we go any further, because we're doing this. Stinger time, Stinger time, we're going to tell you Stinger Well, first off, welcome for, thank you for, keep going for sticking with us. Now, there is a political man that's name is Rancher Cleveland Bundy, who is supposedly supported by Glenn Beck and Randy Paul, a Republican from Kentucky, Dan Heeler, a Republican from Nevada. They cheered him, calling him a patriot, and he has an ability to ignore law and court orders that he doesn't like. This is the guy they're supporting, right? They probably just put a hole in the ground, because listen to this quote this man says. Oh, please enlighten me. I want to tell you one thing I know about the Negro. Wow, they actually still use that word? He says, Mr. Bundy, recall driving past a public housing project in North Las Vegas. And in front of that government house, the door was usually open and the older people and the kids, and there's usually at least a half a dozen people sitting on the porch. They don't have nothing to do. They don't have nothing for their kids to do. They don't have nothing for their young girls to do. And because they're basically on government subsidy, so now what do they do, he asked. They abort their young children. They put their young men in jail just because they never learned how to pick cotton. And I've often wondered, are they better off oh, as slaves shit. picking cotton and having a family life and doing things? Or are they better off under government subsidy? They don't got no freedom. They got less freedom. Good job, Sean Hannity. You picked a real fucking winner. Wow. I didn't mean Negro? Did, first off, did you... Really? And Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity respect this guy. I I just do not how why this <laughs> I just I don't know whether to be ashamed, insulted, or laugh at that. That is just one of those things where you just wow, what the fuck? And also, Randy Paul apparently now says I didn't mean to vote for that guy. Um, I think the cat's already out of the fucking bag. The yeah. horse is already out of the fucking barn, dude. You fucked up. Yes, I mean, everybody's entitled to fuck up, but you definitely abused the privilege. This is um pretty much, uh, well, actually, no, he's from Kentucky, so I don't think that they're going to be like... Dude, people in the South are like, what the fuck? Dude, no, no really? some of them will be like, yeah, that's what I'm, I think that's right. Yeah, the original, like, live in the <laughs> boondocks. <laughs> yeah, the original boondocks and stuff. Now, I'm not talking boondocks things, people. I'm talking actual boondocks. These We're talking about like, those people. Hillbilly, freaking moonshining, freaking serious gun to the hip kind of people. Oh, and speaking oh, I'm of... I'm sorry, shotgun. Speaking of shotguns to the hip, oh. I can, someone had an idea. They emailed me. Oh, what was that idea? They have two theme months for us. Oh, two theme months. Two theme months. Two. Now, the first theme month, I think, will be a very good win. What's the First off, unfortunately, one week one we cannot use or two we can't use because they are both in another theme month. The okay. Mo- the movie review, uh, the television adaptation month. Okay, sorry. But, but the one we're talking about, you know, you got movies like things with Ernest P. Whirl. Oh no way! <laughs> Ernest, and also, I'll do it just for on principle of and that request. Also, you have movies like, uh, oh, what the hell's that movie? The Camp Stupid no, or no. Hey Vern? No, 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 no. What is that? The Billies. Oh, yes. Oh, Tuckendale versus Evil. And, of course, Deliverance. You know what the theme month is? Hey. Oh, God. No, you. Oh, crap. Shucksters. Uh, you know. You shotguns. Yeah. And. Shucksters, shotguns, and. Oh, shit! I can't remember. Well, that could be the theme. Why not? But, and. You and know, we, we can't remember it right now. So. Or it could be like Hillbillies. Hounds and uh, and well, hilariously stereotypical rednecks. That works. That's one. And the other one, you know, take movies like Dick Tracy. Not done yet, Dick Tracy. Or I've he, got Dick Tracy. Or Sherlock Holmes. Or Sam Spade. Interesting. Gumshoes or 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 uh, silhouettes something and smoking's hot femme fatales. That's Detective mode. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good one. Definitely. I mean, I already, I've, I've got Dick Tracy. I only have it on the interwebs. I got it on DVD. 
Don't ask me why. I just said, you know what? Hey, Al Pacino is big boy. Dude, the cast is phenomenal. Warren Beatty, Annette Bening, Madonna, Pacino, De Niro. How are you forgetting Dustin Hoffman? Dustin, well, no, I didn't forget Dustin. Hell, I'm looking for, see, I'm trying to remember if what's-his-face was in there. Big boy, big boy. No, what, Walker was not. Walker was not in it, but he should have been. He should have been. He should have been. That's a good, that's a good movie. If you guys want us to do one of these theme months, email us back. Let us know if it's a good idea to add to our list or should we cut down the list a little further before we go into other theme months. Because we do have another theme month coming up that was voted upon. We asked. It's been voted upon. Mm-hmm. After episode 100, we're going to do it. Okay. Because we're almost at 100. We got two away. Two to go. I think it's two to go. Please. Two to go because we just did episode 98. Let me just make sure it's I... It's still on the screen. Hold on. Let me make sure it's 98. I'm not a freaking... I'm not a moron. You typed it in. I typed it in, but I didn't confirm it. Oh, great. So it could be episode 98 part one. Well, I may have to go on saying episode 97. Oh, man. No, I am right. We are right. It was 98. Yeah, you wrote it down. Because 97 was with little boys getting burned alive. Oh, yes. And everyone's favorite moron. My name's Ace because I'm the best shooter ever. No, you're not. You should shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. This is, is, well, we got that going on. We have it. You know what? Here's a freaking interesting one. I don't know if we've done this yet. Hmm. And it's a movie based off of a Animal Planet show. No. I know which one you're talking about. No. Oh. It goes in a biopic. No. It's, it's not really a biopic. It's not a biopic. It's a seri- It's a satirization of his life. But that's like The Pest. It's like uh, The Pest is not something that's going what on. What movie are you thinking of? Hey, look. This is the most dangerous animal on the planet. I'm going to poke it. Who the hell are you talking about? Crocodile Hunter. Oh. What's wrong with that movie? It kind of made sense. It hey, look! Fun. There's a tiger! It'll eat me in 20 seconds. I'm gonna poke it with a stick. Yeah, yeah, don't bash croc hunting. I mean, how many how many people do you know have the balls to actually go up to a creature that can kill it? And die by a stingray. And his daughter's doing the same thing. You know what, though? I respect her a lot. I will say this, though. She's cute, too. The light, the <laughs> apple, well... The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But you know what? That's their lifestyle. That's been like that since... I mean, his wife is from, like, in the United States. But which Animal Planet thing were you talking about? Well, it was Croc Hunter, uh... It was a Croc Hunter movie. That's what I was was like, no. no. (laughs) You are such a freaking biased person. I'm not biased. Dude! There are very few movies I will not review. Have you even seen that movie? Yeah. Yes, I did. It was funny. You had to laugh when he was on top and the guy from the CIA was like... Trying to get up, he's like, "Look at this, danger, danger, danger!" It's like you gotta laugh at something. When I want to see something with a crocodile, you know what I'm gonna watch? I'm gonna watch Paul Hogan. Uh, the original crocodile. Oh, speaking of which, the one religious movie he did fits with our religious theme month. Oh, Hogan, Paul Hogan movie. Uh, yep, it fits. Oh crap! What was the name of that movie? You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, but I just can't remember the name's going to haunt me now. Unfortunately, it was never released on DVD. Uh, he has some issues. What? A lot of issues. From what else? Paul Hogan? Yeah. Notice he hasn't been doing anything a lot lately? I thought he was extradited from the country. That's one of the reasons. Um, his ex-wife being a second, because, uh, that will... Again, we will not. That's... Yeah, we won't go into the two. We're in singer territory, but we're not in complete dish like the talk. Well, oh, here's a stinger. Probably it won't be. You probably already know by now. If you like uh, Discovery Channel and you like watching survival shows, oh yes, the the dual survival. Cody Lundeen has been removed from the show because of issues that have, uh, come up. Basically, uh, in his defense, he's saying that it's, you know, certain things that Discovery Channel wanted him to do and he felt was a little bit unsafe and could put people at risk. So he didn't really want to do it. So they released him. He wrote, he wrote a statement on Facebook saying that, you know, he was terminated from the show and that he wishes, you know, that whoever's taking over the best of luck and all that stuff. He was polite and cool about it. For some reason, uh, the other host, Joe Teddy and the Discovery Channel with, uh, Dual Survival, Besides, they were like saying, oh, you shouldn't have released that, this and that, yada, 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 you know, and looking to bash this guy. So Cody, being the man that he is, replied, 
in a, I'll put it in layman's terms. Here's the deal, guys. I didn't bash you. I said to the people, I left, you know, you terminated me because... You left reasons. amicably. Yeah, we, you know, we le I left with no harm intended. You guys are now trying to bash what I've been doing for the last lifetime, which is survival expert situations. I mean, the man walks around barefoot his entire life. This guy knows plants like you would not believe. He knows how to make fire out of water 99% of the time. And I say 99% because there was an episode that he was in a tropical rainforest in Panama, and it was like 100% water. And even he was like, I got to bow down to the gods on this one. But, you know, here's a guy who doesn't intend any harm or anything else. He basically told his fan base this is what's going on. Which is Discovery Channel and the future hosts of the show, you know, better endeavors and all that. And they're turning around and bashing this guy. Nobody, and, and to me it's like, okay, Discovery Channel, where do you go as far as safety versus ratings? I mean, there is a fine line between stupidity and idiocracy. And my opinion on that is, is that, you know what, he left because he felt something wasn't going right. You guys wanted to make ratings by making things more unsafe, and that was against his ethical code. So he just, you know, so you fired him. So you know what, if that was the case, my hat's off to Cody Lundin for making a fucking beautiful decision to leaving that because he chooses life over stupidity. And that's uh, what it is. It's just, they want ratings, and, well, we can't, well, I don't want to get... In a ring with a two-tongue Tom Gorilla. We'll be oh. fine. Okay. Now, the final thing before this thinger is done. I have a question for everybody. If we do Indiegogo, what are some of the prizes that you would want to, you would want from us? And no, I'm not talking about a billion dollars, something conceivable for if you spend... What's the, what's the max you think we should charge? 20 bucks the max pledge or 30? You know what? Max charge, uh... Max pledge will be, because it is a pledge drive, so the max pledge will probably be 30 or 40? Max pledge is 40, um... Okay, 40. What would you... For 40 bucks, what would you want from us to give you? We'll do a limited run for it. I mean, if you want us to do a specific podcast for you, if you want to be in a podcast, if you want us to send you a picture of us, if you want us to... No, I will not have my face exposed to the public unless it's Anime Next. Oh, you guys have probably seen it on Facebook. Yeah, if, you, if Sasser hasn't figured it out, well, we'll talk about this later. Let us know. I'll email you guys next time. I know you gotta get home because you have to talk to the young boy. Prize, uh, no, he's probably in bed by now. Oh. But no, prizes or something like that. Let it, us know. Yeah. Oof. Literature, um. Books, movies. Well, if it's movies, that's gonna be kind of tough because I don't have as many as like, we have left. But I could always swing by that old, the, the death by Target and pick up some cheap stuff. That's true. You I... get a movie based on how much you spend. If you spend $500, I will give you a Criterion copy. If you spend $5 or $25, you will get a movie in a five-pack. That's a contest. Anybody who lives in the New York area and likes to travel, has a vehicle, and wants to be in an actual podcast, Oh, no, 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 no. We'll talk about that later. They'll probably need the gas money, though. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll talk to you guys later, right? Yep, bye-bye. Edit, bye-bye. Now you're sounding like Splinter from Ninja Turtles. Oh, stop. Live action. Oh, stop. I was, Do I really? Well, a little bit. Okay. I heard I sounds in the new movie. It sounds terrible. Of course it is. Have you seen it? It's got... That's not even what no, I'm talking No, I like William Finchner. He's awesome. I don't even want to talk William about William Finchner it. is awesome. But the fact is... That Dude, Michael... it's Transformers with turtles. Well, it's Michael Bay. It has to have explosions. It's it's, a... it's a, a conflict of interest, especially on the person that is working in this movie for him. No, let's ignore ignore the ignore her. Let's ignore her. The fact is, they're ninjas. We don't need fucking explosions. But Michael Bay's, I need explosions, and he doesn't give a shit about the property. Remember what he originally was going to do with it? It was going to be Ninja Turtles there for aliens from outer fucking space. He doesn't give a shit. He just it's wants about the paycheck. The money. Yeah. So this is going to be a horrible train wreck. Am I going to watch it in theaters? If I get a ticket, yes. But most likely, no. No, I'll wait till it comes out on DVD. No, I'll I'll wait till it comes on regular television. No, I'll wait till Blu-ray or Netflix. You know what? I take that back because my kids are going to probably want to see it on Blu-ray or DVD or something like that. So that'll probably be the sacrificial lamb on my end. But so. 
who knows? Maybe if we hear it's good, I'll go see it. I don't know. Well, enough about 